You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 129, Slam Your Stress. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Welcome, you guys. How's everybody doing? I am having the absolute best week. So this week, I've been hosting a virtual retreat for nurses, Slam Your Stress, and it has been so much fun. Every morning, I get to get on and talk to you guys. I get on a live call to teach tools to bring down your stress, and it is the highlight of my day. I love starting my day off with that, getting to connect with you and teach you these tools that have been so life-changing for me and my nurses in Bold Nurse Society and offer them to you as well. I know right now, the nursing world is kind of stressful and overwhelming, and it's been so fun having this dedicated space to teach tools that bring hope and peace and clarity and just have fun with you guys. I love getting to connect with you. So thank you so much for all of you who are in there. It's awesome seeing you support each other and to have this space of positivity because the nursing world right now, there's a lot of negativity, which I get. I understand that many nurses are feeling upset and angry, but I love having this space that is so positive. There's just such positive energy in there. So I'm actually going to be giving you guys a little sneak peek today into what's going on at the retreat. So what you're about to hear is the first lesson I taught in the retreat to help nurses bring down their stress. We're going to demystify stress. We're going to make it more tangible because I know sometimes our emotions are kind of slippery. They're kind of mysterious. So I'm going to help you get an understanding of what stress truly is so you can get leverage over it. And then all week long in our retreat, we are building on this. So this is just a taste. But throughout the week, we're going to add more tools to it to really slam your stress. We're going to take layers and layers off your stress. So it'll be so much more manageable to you so you can handle the challenges you're facing and approach them with confidence and clarity. So let's go ahead and get started. What we talk about today is going to apply to any emotions you experience, so stress included, but any emotions you experience, I know sometimes emotions feel kind of mysterious. Does it feel that way to you? Like sometimes it feels like they sneak up on us or just like maybe not sneak up, they like ambush you. And we feel like we just get hit by an emotion. Like recently, my daughter, I have a three-year-old, her name's Evelyn. Um, she got into the baby powder because I also have a one and a half year old. So she got into the diaper bag, got the baby powder out and dumped it all over the bathroom. So like literally everything was covered, the toilet, the toilet paper, the walls, the sink, the floor, everything was covered. So as soon as I walk in and see this, I get hit by some irritation, some overwhelm, maybe some self-pity, right? Like I'm always cleaning up after everybody. And it feels like those emotions just like slam into us, right? 
So I think understanding emotions and what they are helps us gain some leverage over them because when emotions just hit us like that, we feel kind of powerless, right? We're like, I don't want to feel this uncomfortable emotion, but I don't know how to get rid of it. I don't, it just like came up all of a sudden and it just catches us off guard. So I want to help you understand what emotions are, especially your stress, so you can get that leverage over it. Okay. So with our emotions, they feel really scary. Now that's because our brain is on the lookout for danger. That's what our brains have been programmed to do. That's been really useful to us as humans have evolved is our brains are on the lookout for danger all the time. And it's really important for us to see that danger, right? So think about in primitive times, if you're out picking blackberries, like you want to see the blackberries, right? Because that's food for you. But even more important than seeing the blackberries is seeing a black widow and noticing like, oh, that's danger, right? So our brains have evolved to be on the lookout for danger constantly. And that has served us well. It keeps us alive, right? But now we don't have as many physical dangers in our lives, but our brains are still on the lookout for danger. They're still at that heightened sense of awareness. But the thing is, our brains don't know the difference between physical danger and emotional danger. So when the call bell is going off at work, or you have a patient who's angry, or you're getting an admit, that stress, that emotional danger, our brain alarms to it like we're being chased by a tiger, right? It's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die. <laughs> Do you guys feel that way sometimes when the call bell goes off? You're like, I'm going to die. So the truth is, though, you're not going to die, right? But our brains are alarming as if there's a tiger chasing you. So this is something that has been useful to us in the past. We want to be aware when there's danger, but sometimes our emotions are misguided. Our brain alarms as if there's danger when there really isn't any. So it's good just to be aware of that, to notice this is my brain thinking I'm going to die when really it's just someone being kind of grumpy or someone asking to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not going to die from that. I'm okay. So we need to understand what an emotion really is. So our emotions are sensations happening in our bodies. That's it. That's all an emotion is. It's not a tiger chasing you. It's not a black widow. It's not a rattlesnake. Your emotions are sensations happening in your body. So with an emotion, it's just some sensations like tightness in your chest or queasiness in your stomach or some heat or pressure or tingling. And we've taken those packages of sensations and given them a name. So we've taken a package of some sensations like some warmness in your chest or a fluttery feeling, and we've named that excitement right? We've named that gratitude or whatever, right? We've taken a package of sensations and we've labeled that overwhelm. And we've taken a package of sensations and labeled that grief. 
But the thing is that those physical sensations in your body, your body was made to handle those. Emotions are not dangerous. So when you feel those emotions, when you think it's so scary, like, yes, it is uncomfortable. I want you to remember your body was made to handle it. I think it's so fascinating because we put things in our bodies all the time that really aren't very good for our bodies, that our body wasn't meant to have in them or doesn't need, right? Like I love Oreos, but those are the most like processed cookies that you can have. And I don't even know what's in them, but I'm sure there are things that are not great for my body, right? But emotions, your body was designed for them. Your body was designed to process stress. Your body was designed to process disappointment or embarrassment. They're not dangerous to you. So I think of emotions kind of like spicy food. I personally really like spicy food. And I think emotions, even the uncomfortable ones, in the right dose can make our lives more beautiful, right? Just like spicy food can make food more delicious. Spice can, chilies can, right? So in our lives, we don't want it to be 100% sunshine and rainbows. Like maybe we think we would want that, but if you really think about it, just being happy all the time isn't what you want. We need that contrast in our lives to make our lives interesting and beautiful. And sometimes we want to feel sad about things. Sometimes we want to feel compassion, right? Which is kind of uncomfortable feeling compassion for someone else. There is an element of sadness to that. But though we might want it in some extent, the more we experience those uncomfortable emotions, the less we enjoy it, right? Like spicy food, there's a level where I'm like, that's too spicy. I'm not enjoying the food anymore, right? But even as that spice level increases, even though it's uncomfortable to me, it's not dangerous, right? I'm not going to die from feeling, from tasting spicy food, or you're not going to die from stress or overwhelm, okay? So I just like to remember that my body was made to handle these emotions. They're not dangerous, okay? So I'd love for you guys, jump in the Q&A and tell me, what emotions do you try to avoid or what emotions are uncomfortable to you that you don't like experiencing in your life that you want to feel less of? For me, I would say one of the top ones is disappointment. I don't like feeling disappointed because there's that contrast between like you had your hopes up so high, like, oh, this is going to be amazing or it's going to go this way. And then feeling disappointed, that contrast to me feels really uncomfortable. So what are the ones for you? Emma, I see you in there saying shame. Yes, definitely. Shame is so uncomfortable. It makes us want to hide, right? And we tend to spin out in it. We have that story about how we're not good enough or how we should have done better. And all of that is so uncomfortable, totally. Um, Elena says, overwhelm, sadness, anxiety, frustration. Absolutely. So you guys, those are uncomfortable emotions. I'm not going to try to convince you that those are fun to feel. But when we recognize what they are and we kind of demystify those emotions, then they're not so scary. That even though there's that discomfort, we don't have to fear them. We can know that emotions aren't 
dangerous. And here's why this is important, okay? Because as we, like, let's take it from the other way. When we fear emotions, then what happens is we compound them. So we end up getting stressed about our stress or overwhelmed about our overwhelm. So for me, like um, building my confidence, that's something that I've done a lot of work on over the last several years. As I've started learning these tools, I've really been working on building my confidence. And that wasn't something that came easy to me. So like back in high school, I didn't feel very confident. And most people wouldn't guess that because I was in a lot of leadership positions. I had a lot of friends. I was captain of my lacrosse team. Like I looked like someone who should be a very confident person or seemed really confident on the outside. But the thing that gave me away, you guys, was I was a blusher. And I always hated it when I would start blushing because then people would know that I was embarrassed. So I remember one time I was in class and the teacher started using me as an example for something. She was like reading something from a paper I had written. And I started to blush because I just didn't like that attention. Even though it was positive attention, I was like, this is uncomfortable. So I started blushing, but then I noticed people were looking at me and they were noticing that I was blushing. So then what happened is I started to get embarrassed about my embarrassment. I was like, oh, they can see that I'm so uncomfortable. This is so embarrassing that I'm turning red. And guess what, you guys? Being embarrassed about my embarrassment did not make me feel better. It just made me feel more embarrassed. So I was adding an extra layer onto it. And that's often what we do with our stress. So we have like our initial stress. We're like, okay, I'm working a shift tonight and this is what our staffing is right now. I feel really stressed about that. So that's like our first layer of stress. But then what we do is we get stressed about our stress. So it's like, we're putting this extra layer on top of it, right? We're like, oh no, I'm feeling stressed. This is so uncomfortable. I'm not gonna be able to help my patients. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I shouldn't be stressed out. I, you know, I should be able to handle this. And we get stressed about our stress, our stress. And that just causes it to build. So as we demystify our emotions and recognize what they truly are, you just took off a whole layer of stress. Now you can just be stressed and realize it's okay. It's not dangerous to feel this emotion. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but these are emotions my body was made to handle. And guess what, you guys? You have felt them all before, right? Like you have probably tasted every emotion out there to some extent, right? Like it might just be a little taste. It might not be like full, like the full effect of it. Maybe you've had a little bit of grief, but you haven't experienced like major grief yet, but you've tasted grief. You've probably experienced a little bit of disappointment. You've probably experienced some embarrassment. You've probably experienced some shame and overwhelm and sadness and frustration. You've experienced all of that and you survived it because it's not dangerous to you. So that was something that I actually had to remind myself of this last week. So I was planning for this retreat, super excited about it. And my daughter who's in preschool, 
I was like, okay, perfect. She'll go to preschool. My husband can hang out with our little guy and I can do these calls, right? And it's going to be so much fun. Then last week, her preschool teacher told us that a kid in their class had COVID. So she was going to be out of school for two weeks. And as soon as I heard that news, I started to feel a little bit overwhelmed. I was like, oh no, we're going to have to make some different arrangements because, you know, my little guy was supposed to be napping at these times. So my husband, who's a night shifter, could also be sleeping and get ready for his shifts. And now we have to go with a different plan, right? So I started to feel that overwhelm. But what helped me, one of the things was to remember I felt overwhelmed before. I can, I can handle feeling overwhelmed. I felt overwhelmed so many times in my life. It's okay. Now, that was just one tool I used. I had several other tools I could you know, pull out of my pockets that I teach in Bold Nurse Boot Camp and in Bold Nurse Society that were able to help me bring down that overwhelm. But at first, just taking off that top layer did wonders for me. I was like, okay, I'm going to feel overwhelmed for a little bit. This is what it feels like to be a person in the world feeling some overwhelm. It's uncomfortable. Don't love it. But I can do it. I've done it before. So that's what I want you guys to really focus on, especially today. And we're going to, you know, have something discussion going on in our Facebook group and um, that workbook. I hope you guys got your workbook um, in your email excuse me, um, in your email about the exercises to practice these tools. But that's what I really want you to notice today. Without trying to get rid of your emotions, today I just want you to notice them. As you go about your day, whatever comes up for you, if you feel like you get, you know, ambushed by an emotion, you're like, whoa, I'm feeling some stress right now. I want you to just take a step back from it and be like, okay, what does stress feel like? What are the sensations happening in my body that I've labeled as stress? And just notice, that's what I've been fearing is some tightness in my stomach or some queasiness in my stomach and a tightness in my throat. That's what I've been fearing. And really, it's not so bad. I can feel that and I'll be okay. So I want you to notice and start practicing feeling your emotions. Often, we try to distract ourselves from our emotions. And I do this too sometimes. I have to catch myself. I remember one specific time I was pregnant with my little guy, Eli, and I was going in for one of my checkups. And I checked in at the doctor's office and I went to go sit down in the waiting area. And as I went to sit down before my butt even hit the chair, I felt myself reaching for my phone. But I kind of caught myself. I was like, wait a second. I know that waiting is kind of boring. And I'm trying to escape feeling bored by looking at my phone. But I decided, you know what? Right now, I'm just going to practice feeling bored. I'm going to just notice what it feels like to be a person in the world feeling bored. So I put my phone away and I just practiced that emotion. As strange as it sounds, we have to practice our emotions just like we practice anything else in our lives. If you want to get good at playing the piano, you have to practice it, right? If you want to get good at shooting free throws in basketball, you have to practice that. And we have to practice feeling our stress. We have to practice feeling the overwhelm, feeling the frustration. 
instead of covering it up with a phone or Netflix or ice cream, which is my personal favorite. So that's what I encourage you guys to do today. Practice noticing your emotions. What emotions are you feeling and how do they feel in your body? And then practice just letting them happen instead of trying to cover them up and escape from them. I hope you enjoyed that little sneak peek into our retreat. And for those of you who were there, thank you so much. I had the best week with you guys. It was so fun to get to hang out with you and connect with you and hear your ideas and how you're applying all of this in your life. So thank you so much for being there. I had the best time. And if you weren't able to make it, or if you did make it and you just don't want it to end, I've got some good news for you guys. I just opened the doors to Bold Nurse Boot Camp. So Bold Nurse Boot Camp is my brand new course that I am so stinking proud of. I have taken everything from my six years nursing experience and my degree in psychology and my three years studying these coaching tools and teaching them in Bold Nurse Society and put it all into this course that is packed full of what you need to know to make the transformation you want to find more joy and satisfaction in your career and life. So we're gonna keep bringing down the stress. Slamming your stress is not over, my friends. That was our retreat, but we are gonna continue to slam your stress as I give you tools to do that. So I'm gonna help you take your power back so you're not waiting for things to change at the hospital or in your family or in your life in general. We're not gonna wait anymore. I wanna give the power back to you to create what you want in your life and career. I don't want you to wait until you've been a nurse for five years before you think, okay, once I've been a nurse five years, then I'll start enjoying it. I don't want you to wait five years or 10 years or wait till the end of your nursing career and just hope that it ended up being a fulfilling career. No, I want you to start being that person now that you want to be on the day you retire when you look back at the nursing career you had. I want you to start being that person now who feels fulfilled and proud and enjoyed their nursing career. So that's what I'm gonna help you do in Bold Nurse Bootcamp. So if you wanna check it out, go get all the details at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bootcamp. Make sure you type in the www, okay? We're in the process of transitioning to a sleek, beautiful new website, but it's kind of picky sometimes. So go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bootcamp and come hang out with us. We're gonna have an amazing group of nurses in there who are ready to take action in their lives, who are gonna bring down their stress and create fulfillment. And I can't wait to see what they accomplish. So I hope you'll join us and thank you so much for being here today. I'll talk to you soon, take care. 